Megillat Esther Perek Zayin. If you remember, at the end of Perek Vav, we saw that Haman was told by Ahasuerus to give tremendous honor to Mordechai. It was actually what Haman had suggested be done to someone that the king wants to show honor to, thinking that it was going to be himself, Haman. But in fact, it was Mordechai. And Ahasuerus tells Haman to march Mordechai through the streets on the royal horse, wearing royal clothing, screaming that this is what the king does to someone to whom he wants to show tremendous honor. And Haman, after that event, goes home. Chafuirosh, he is distraught and in complete disarray. His world is coming down on him. And his wife and his advisors tell him that if you have not had success in the beginning of your plot to destroy Mordechai, then in fact you will not be successful at all. As we saw in Pasukir Gimel, it says, Lo tuchalo ki nafolti po you will not be able to conquer him, and you will, in fact, fall in your conquest to destroy Mordechai. Perek Zayin is one section long. It actually began at the end of the last Perek. Pasuk Yudal, a Perek Vav, told us that the servants of Ahasuerosh went to get Haman to bring him to the party, the second party that Esther had invited him to, just the three of them, Esther, Haman, and Ahasuerosh. And Perek Zion tells us how that party unfolds. It is one section long, ten pesukim long, and it begins. Perek Zion pasuk Aleph. The king Ahasuerus and Haman came to Haman came to drink at the party with Esther. Pasuk Bet Vayomer Hamelch leEsther Gam Vayom Hashanim BeMishta Hayayin Ma Sheel Atech Esther Hamalka VeTinaten Lach Uma BaKashatech Im Hatzi Hamalchut VeTeras. And the king says to Esther on that second day, the second party, what is your request? Esther to the queen, I will give it to you. What is your question? What do you want? Up until half of the kingdom and I will do so. Note that he refers to Esther as Esther Hamalka here, as he did initially when she had first come to him to make a request, noticing that there is something big on her mind. And here he calls her Hamalka as though to show her kavod, that she has, she's coming with royal right to ask for something that, again, he anticipates is a large request. Esther, seeing that, responds in turn and answers. And the Pasuk says in Pasuk Gimel, Batan Esther Amalka Batomar, Imatzati Chen Beenecha Hamelech, Bimalamelech Tov, Tinateli Nashibesh Elati, Varami Bibakashati. And Esther, the queen, answers. She's using the command, the respect, the kingship, the queenship that she has behind her to make this demand, this request. And she says, if I have found, if I have found favor in your eyes, Hamelech, not Be'ene Hamelech. In the past it said, hamelech, if I have found favor in the eyes of the king. Here she says, if I have found favor in your eyes, the king. Almost as though she's talking directly to him with this sense of almost audacity and confidence that she has found to make her request then please give me my life as my request and my nation as my, the question that I want to ask. Meaning, I and my nation are in peril and I am requesting that you save us. Because, Pasuk Dalid, If we had, because I and my nation have been sold, for utter destruction and murder and desolation, repeating the words that Haman had written in the decree. Had we only been sold as slaves and maidservants, I wouldn't have said anything because the trouble 
is not worth the damage to the king, as though to say that had we been sold into slavery and the king would, so to speak, make money off of us and, and it would be good for the king, I wouldn't have said anything. But the fact that you're going to destroy us is going to be bad for you as well. And so she plays a little bit on Achashverosh here and saying that saving the Jews is also good for you. And again, we see that word shoveh that has been used a few times before to tell the king, instead it tells him, it's not worth it for you to destroy the people and somebody is planning to kill not only me, but my entire people. Pasuke continues, and the king and the king Hashverosh says, and he says to Esther Hamalka, you'll notice the word Vayomer appears twice. It would make more sense to say And the king answered and he said, The fact that it says Vayomer twice implies that the king himself is almost like he's stuttering out of anger that he has. He's filled with anger, he's tripping over his own words, and he says to Esther the Queen. Again, showing her that she's commandeering her position. And he says, Who is this man? And it's Lashon Kefula. It's double Lashon, either because it wants to signify that it's Chizuk, that it was a very strong response from the king, or that he's asking two things. Who is it? And where is he found? Who is this man? And where can I find him? That is, his heart has filled up to do so, meaning that it's so has so much courage, has so much goal, has so much against me to be able to think that he can make a decree to destroy my wife and her people. Pasuk ish sar haman And Esther got up and she says, this man who was an enemy against the Jewish people, this man Haman, and she's pointing to him, Haman hara hazeh, and Haman is overcome with fear because he knows that this is the beginning of his end. The Haman has, is overcome with fear as to what is going to happen. The king gets up to go outside because he wants to cool off from his anger. So he steps outside to the garden. In the meantime, Haman gets up, Ahmad, by the king it says come, to insinuate that he got up and left. But Haman gets up here and he's begging for his life from Malka because he sees that the king has basically decided that he is going to be punished. The, the evil has been finished, meaning the king has decided, he can see from the king's reaction, that this is not going to end well, and so he's going to ask Esther for forgiveness. The king returns from the garden after having calmed down a little bit and he sees that Haman has fallen on the bed that Esther is on it. What happened? Haman wanted to beseech Esther for his life and so he gets down on his hands and knees to beg for forgiveness. Esther is lying on the cushion as they used to lie on these cushions on the floor at the meal and it looks as though he is 
coming upon Esther. And so the king says, you're also trying to capture the king, to, to the queen, to seduce the queen, to take over the queen while I'm here in my own house. And as soon as these words left the mouth of the king, Haman's face was hafu, was covered, was distraught. He knew that that was his end. Some actually explain that the servants who were around and seeing this transaction take place went to actually cover the face of Haman as was done when the king sentenced someone to the death penalty, which we see actually is the case that he's going to be sentenced to death. As the Megillah continues in Pasuktet, and Harbona, one of the Sarisim, one of the servants, went and said, and also there is a tree that Haman made to hang Mordechai upon it, the same Mordechai that saved the life of the king, that did good for the king, and it sits, it stands in Haman's house, 50 amot high. And the king responded and said, hang Haman on that very tree. And one might ask, how is it that Harbona knows? And it's very telling because at the end of Pasuk Vav, while Haman was taking advice from Zeresh, his wife, and his advisors, it says that Pitom, suddenly the servants of Ahasuerus came to get him, to bring him to the party. And so it seems to be that Harbona was one of those servants. And so he walked in on that conversation and heard them plotting to build this tree and hang Mordechai. And so he is aware of the plot that Haman has and he knows of the tree. And so he points it out to Ahasuerosh. And the Perek ends, Pasuk Yod, Vayitilu et Haman ha'la'etz, Asher hechin l'mordechai, V'hamat ha'melech shachacha, And they hung Haman on the tree that he had prepared for Mordechai, and the anger of the king is abated. It's the same Lashon that we saw in Perek Bet in the beginning, Keshoch Hamat ha'melech ha'chashverosh, After the king calmed down from everything that had happened with Vashti, and then he wanted to move forward. It's the same as shown here, Shachacha, that the king's anger is abated as Haman is put to death. So in this pedic, again, we saw the second party and the turn of events with Haman, his downfall, and the fact that he is sentenced to death and in fact killed by the king because of his plot against Esther and the Jewish people. And so the story turns in Megillat Esther.